Are you ready to create a life you crave? Let's spin that doom loop of negativity into an upward success cycle and start living lucky. Good morning! Good morning! I'm Jana. I'm Jason. And we are living lucky! I hope you are too. It's Monday and we have... We are home. We are. We're home. We had our conference last week. What a great trip. It was. It was a great trip. We had mixed... I had mixed emotions. I call it a plexi-whirl of emotions because it was very... That's a good word. Do you like that? I do. I made that up while I was typing this morning, while I was writing my book, because there was a lot of complexity conflicting emotions inside because I struggle with perfectionism. Say I, if anyone's with me. I didn't even know I struggled with perfectionism until I had it. Until you didn't get it perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, Sheila. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning. (laughs) Until when? Tell us. Well, when we were talking about a little bit on the ride home. Yeah. um, And just realizing that Sometimes I don't step into things because I, or I don't step in, I don't start planning for things or I don't step into them fully because I don't want to screw up and I don't want to not be able to show up fully, but really it's a choice of showing up fully. Okay. The minute you say, I don't want to screw up, aren't you putting the thought that I'm going to screw up? It's, it's like you're focusing on the wrong thing. I know. Right? And that takes away from the showing up fully. It, it, it's like that Frida Kahlo, oh, what if I fall? What if I fall? Oh, but what if I fly? Yeah. You know, I don't even know if that's Frida Kahlo. Uh, I, I need to look up who, who wrote R, that quote. R Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I can fly. <laughs> I believe I can touch the sky <laughs> or touch girls oh no yeah i know i just took it the the wrong way (laughs) like perfectionism i just focused on the wrong thing (laughs) because nobody's perfect that is true tom's here deanne's here deanne thank you so much for supporting us and being i i saw you in the zoom call she was one of the virtual attendees attendees so thank you thank you thank you here's the deal i took the stage I had a PowerPoint that was ready to go. I didn't follow it. <laughs> I I just, before I took the stage, I said, God, speak to me, through me, for me, by me, be me. The norm. And let me serve the room. So give me the words and the information that I need to speak to serve the people who are listening and the people who are here. So I got on stage and I started, first of all, there were some technical difficulties that always seems to happen because I have this energy about me. And for some reason that always makes things go a little haywire. You're electric. (laughs) Am I right? I'm electric. (laughs) And then the next thing that happened is I kind of started to feel the energies in the room. Well, what fascinated me yes, was that like three days before Uh you had a download and pretty much recrafted the whole speech and yeah, I did added like three, three more videos. I know I like, started adding videos. I'm feeling this 
and it needs to go I'm in. I'm like, I feel like we need to add a dance element. And what was so crazy is the person before me and the person before that added dance into their their presentations were, as well. If you were watching the speakers from the audience, it would almost appear that everyone got together, took yes. paragraphs out of some syllabus and said, all right, we're going to do this and you do this paragraph, you right? do this paragraph and you do this paragraph. Cause it, they kind they of all built, built on each other, on and, each other. And flowed into and each other. I was the grand finale. And that was what was so difficult is that I really felt like, I could have taken bits of every speaker and I could have said, yes, your story is part of my story. And yes, I see exactly what you're saying there because I've experienced that. I felt like the whole lineup and your, your it made sense because it felt like your downloads uh -huh. were divine because I felt like everything was kind of guided. I know. And no, the speakers just don't talk to each I mean. It's weird because we don't, we hadn't even met the speakers until I we know. got there. I know. In fact, one speaker came up to me and was like, oh my gosh, it's so great to finally meet you in person. And I was like, where do I know this person from? <laughs> where do I know this person? I know I feel really bad. People, but everybody looks a little different than they do on, on Zoom. Zoom. Why is that? Like we meet on Zoom and you're in this little box. And there's a beautiful little filter on Zoom. It's a little a one. There's a little filter. I, I feel that too. At whether any they, rate, whether they use it or not, okay, but so you don't come through the same on video that you do in person. Here's the thing, I I told a few stories and I didn't quite land the plane. Now, if you're a speaker, you know what I'm talking about. It means you should only tell a story if it has a reason to be told. You don't go on stage and tell stories to just tell stories. You tell stories because they have a point. They have a nugget of information that will help the audience, that will serve the audience. And what happened to me was I got on stage and I started and then I asked the audience for a few feedback items. And when they fed back to me, then that branched off into a story. Yeah. Like, where does that show up for you? Or where do you feel fear? Where do you... But when I told the story, I only got halfway through. I, I pulled a Jason is what happened. Cool. I got halfway through. Before then, I went to another story and I didn't land the plane and tie it in a button where I didn't wrap it up and say, the reason I'm telling you this is because... And there should be three points to a story, but then it should land the plane, which is the overall yeah. message, which ties it back to why I'm telling the story. That way people that need those points can get off the plane and get back on for the next ride. Get back on to. the bus. Yeah. It's land the plane so they can get back on the bus. But it was powerful. I mean... Kara from yes. Australia mm -hmm. literally said, like, your speech is the one that prompted her to reach back out to her father. Oh, and nice. She is, and she is now connect, reconnected with him, and he's going to be in her um, retreat conference in Australia. Oh, wow. And it's, she's invited us to be there and speak there. Oh, I know. Down under. 
Down under. Jason so, and, and they, I might be going were, down under. And she said she had lost Put another her. shrimp on the barbie, Bobby, will yeah. ya? <laughs> and she said she had been estranged from her father for 12 years because he was in a relationship that um, they weren't allowed to talk. <sighs> okay, so Marilyn says maybe you have to practice what you're going to say. This will give your speeches. Yes, I know. I need to practice. I need to practice. I need to practice. And the more that I do it, the better I will get. The more that I do it, the better I will get. And after I get off stage, here's where the perfectionism comes comes in. When I get off stage, no matter what happens, I need to allow that it was perfectly perfect for that moment. And I, I feel like sometimes it's easy to hear that critical voice inside that says, oh, but I could have done this and I could have done that. And, oh, I should have told this story and I should have and should have and I could have, could have. But I, what I did was perfectly perfect for that moment. Yeah. And I just need to trust that my training and my practice and my preparation, my experience, my wisdom, and God fed me exactly what I needed for that moment. And let go of And a I lot think of we all need to do that. In every in every second of life, you know, sometimes when doubt or that critical voice kicks in, we just need to say, you know what? I am here because every step that I've taken has led me here. So I just need to show up authentically and not perfectly. Yeah. And do my part. So it's, I can't, if someone has had a really just horrible day, they've got three kids, they're a single mom, they're exhausted, and they just showed up to try to get any type of information that yes. they can. We can't put the expectation on them that they are going to get up, run across the room, hug us and not that this was the expectation, but that they're going to get up in tears, run across the room and hug us and say, my life has changed. Yes. Their life can be completely changed while they're in their seat and they can just be in complete awe and amazement from their seat and just be unable to get up. Uh, Deanne says, okay. if you are letting God lead, and I know you are, the point was perfect. And that's just it. God, seek God first, right? But seek I God do first. that like... I do that a lot too. Like I remember even like, and when we did the five K's and the, the races, like yeah. the, the triathlons, we would come in last. Usually I'm, I don't run. First of all, I do. I don't run. I will walk the, the, that portion of the, the run. I like to bicycle. I like to swim. I love the water. It's peaceful. But when you don't run, you, when you walk that portion, it's, it, takes a lot longer. <laughs> so a lot of people wouldn't be as exuberant at the, ex at the finish line, but sometimes I would be like, they're going to cheer crazy for me. Uh -huh. and, it, and it just wouldn't, but I, it was okay. You know? So I, I, Change, I just, expectation, that appreciation for that. expectation, but I want to be, I don't mean to cut you off, but um, I just want to say, so then Jason and I did our facilitation room as well. And <laughs> And, and I need to take my own advice of, of trading appreciation for ex expectation for appreciation or the other way around, whatever it goes, <laughs> because, um, 
we did it on relationships and we were having one of those moments when, you know, the tension is a little bit for you. You were having it too. No, because I was I got I got a little sidetracked right off the front. Uh-huh. I and know. I was just I know. I was just waiting for you to say, Hey, remember we were starting with this. <laughs> and you did. So I was I was just grateful. Okay. <laughs> See, and we, you are feeling tension. We were having one of these moments, just like this. <laughs> anyway, it went well, and it was fun. And that happens and a lot in relationships when one person thinks it was real. There's tension, and the other person's like, "Oh, thank goodness." Okay. See, it's all about perspective, I guess. <laughs> At any rate, we did it, and we are we are proud of ourselves, and we are. Onward and upward. Christian soldier. (laughs) (laughs) There's a song there. (laughs) We could start singing, but we'll spare you. We will spare you today and today only. Hey, it is a great day for a new week. And one thing we talked about in the conference was bold moves. So you don't have to be perfect to make a bold move. That's true. Don't wait for perfectionism. Don't wait for, for the time you're ready. It's always now time. We did a podcast about this a couple weeks ago, but now is the time to make your bold move and be the person you want to be. Don't wait for perfectionism to slow you down. Don't wait. Wait, that doesn't make Don't sense. Don't allow perfectionism to slow you down. Make the move now. Give yourself permission to just show up authentically. Yeah. Imperfectly perfect. That's, that's the way we like to be. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Love Bye-bye. You. If the idea of living lucky appeals to you, visit us at startlivinglucky.com.